This episode of Relativity is made possible through the support of Stephen and Catherine Farris, Ryan Farwell, Bill Cariola, Heather Van Waldick, and Michael W. McClure. And by listeners like you who support us through Patreon. Learn how you can support this series and get exclusive content by visiting patreon.com slash relativity. Get even more information about relativity at relativitypodcast.com. Deepa, don't go this time, just stay. Remain connected with me. You must remain connected. I want to, but you'll have to tell me what I'm supposed to stay connected to. And she's gone again. It's never for more than those few seconds. Always the same. Dr. Mason, the audio monitors in the hull detected no human voice apart from yours. And the data from the microphone in your communication implants say the same. But the deer, Nadia... That doe shied and bolted when she heard the voices. Do you understand me? I heard the voices, and she heard them too. Relativity, episode 29, in which puzzle pieces fall into place. I believe you are confusing causality with coincidence. You didn't see it then. She was standing there, sniffing at the grass, and then she looked up... And then, boom, she scurried back into the forest. Nadia, she could hear the voices. I did not hear them. I detected nothing. Are you seriously suggesting that your audio sensors are better than the ears of a deer? You may be the product of generations of wonderful design, but she, that that doe, she is the product of millions of years of evolution that have specifically honed what she needs for survival, including her hearing. Her hearing is indeed more acute than mine. So it is also more acute than yours. So? So it is just as likely that she ran away because she heard something, perhaps very far away, elsewhere in the vastness of the habitat, something you did not hear. No, no, the the timing is too close. You have the freedom to believe as you like. Of course, my job is to present you with all possible information and perspectives. Yeah, well, I'm glad we got you back online, I really am, but is it now no longer possible for you to just stop talking to me? For a little while, at least. Certainly. Please specify a time period. How about two hours? How would that be? I can do that. Now, during that time, I will respond if you call for The two hours start now, Nadia. Okay, now where was I? Oh, man, oh man. Never thought I had to do anything like that. You didn't have to, you know. Oh, I, I didn't even know I said that out loud. Yeah, I've been doing that a lot lately, too. I was glad to help you. You know, your sister. Thank you, Marcus. I mean, for everything. You have been my rock these last few days. Just the one fixed point I can hold on to. That's that's what I want. And, and when I say hold on to, I, I, I mean... Um, it's... It's such a comfort to be able to rely on someone. To know that you take care of things. I appreciate that. Like right now, when I know I can confide in you that I am... (laughs) This is as close as I think I have ever come to having a complete breakdown. And I am determined not to let that happen. So, 
I am going to go do what I do best and focus all my energy on one of the many challenges we have yet to overcome with this mission. Or you could allow me to handle things here and you can go home and have that breakdown. Not gonna do that. <laughs> Even if I wanted to, I don't think my mother is gonna go home anytime soon and I'm not leaving here without her. She's not gonna stay down there. She thinks... <laughs> she thinks she has to watch Sybil sleeping or something will go wrong, so... Obviously, we'll just have to get her past that somehow. Well, how do you even do that? I don't know. Give me an update on Konichni. The ship itself is reasonably in good shape. Of course, there are structural problems, and we'll have to figure out what to do about those if we're going to bring Dr. Mason back home. Hmm. More like get him onto the destination. He wants to complete the mission? By himself? He doesn't know what he wants, except he does not want to come back here. He says he joined the mission to get away from Earth in the first place, so... He's still asleep, right? I've lost track of time. I hope he is. It's only been a couple of hours now. And I have news for him when he wakes up. Yeah? Yeah. I got the master password that will unlock Peter Mimler's journals. Marcus, that's terrific. How, how did you get it? I asked the ship's computer for help. And before I could stop her, she connected me to the GSA deputy director's office. And somebody answered there? The deputy director himself. I guess the computers have everybody's direct lines. D I'm sure they do. So you have the password? Yeah. It's just Captain Sedona's mother's name. Lakshmi. Can you believe that? I think that's called hiding in plain sight. Well, once Dr. Mason has that, he can download those journals and maybe find out why Peter Mibblin sabotaged his ship in the first place. We could download them right now. You don't want to wait for him? No, apparently asking other people how they feel about important decisions is not something that I do. I don't understand. Never mind. See what I mean? I wasn't even aware that I'd said that out loud. Some Let's get the data and just start going through it, because Dr. Mason isn't the only one who wants to know exactly what happened and why. All right. Nadezhda, I've finished moping around in the habitat and I'm ready to be sociable again. I am glad to hear it. I'm walking to sickbay so I can write some things down. I have a theory now about why Peter planted that bomb in the forward section of the ship, and it may even explain why I'm hearing voices I shouldn't be able to hear. It all makes me really, really want those journal entries he recorded. Then you will be glad to know Mission Control now has the MCOP. The what? Oh, oh, right, the master password thing. That's great. What is it? Extremely simple. Captain Sedana's mother's name. Lakshmi. Well, I wish they'd called me when... Patch me through, okay? Connecting you now. Sophia, I, I mean, Konechny to Mission Control... Mission Control receiving you. Doctor, you're supposed to be in bed. I'm supposed to be doing a lot of things I'm not doing. Listen, my computer says you have the MCOP. We do. And we've downloaded Peter Mimblin's journals and we're analyzing them now. You, well, see, this is why I have trouble sleeping. Whenever I'm sleeping, other people are doing things I want to do. And I think you told me once this is exactly what you used to tell your mother when you were 10 years old. Well, it was true then and it's true now. <laughs> felt sure you would appreciate the head start on sifting through all of this information. It's five years of audio and video journaling. I just want the last few weeks, and the computer can do a content analysis in no time at all. We started that process, and it has already yielded a great deal of data to examine. So, so, so what are you finding? Nothing remarkable yet, but Marcus and I really just started reviewing the content analysis. I'm a little surprised you're there. Last I heard, you were at home. Came back. Oh, so, so is, uh, how's, uh, how's Sybil? She's downstairs in the cryo chamber. What? With my 
mother weeping over her and refusing to leave. Sophia, that's that that's great, but you, you told me you didn't want to use the cryo chamber. That it, that it should be used for people who were more important or something. I changed my mind, and I don't want to talk about it anymore. Sybil is safe now, and I'm moving on with my work, which includes solving this mystery. Okay, I I, I respect your. Okay, and, and and hey, if if you're looking for other things to think about, try this one on for size. I heard the voices again. What, again? Including you must remain connected? She said it again. And I was in the habitat when it happened. And Sophia, there was a deer grazing nearby. And when she heard the voices, she jumped and bounded into the woods. She, she heard the voices? Nadia says she didn't, but I say she did. We have to get to the bottom of this. There are too many loose ends here. Too many mysteries going on all at once. I think all these paths are going to meet in the journals of my former friend, Peter Miblin. We have to look for any suggestion that he was experiencing something like what I experienced. The, the weird view of space you get from this ship. The voices. All of it. If we can find out why he responded the way he did, it, it, it may explain everything. I agree completely. And I have Marcus reading every line of the content analysis and I'll start reading all of the transcripts as well. Okay, I'm heading back to my workstation now so I can join the party. I'm sorry. This is Datacom interrupting for the flight director. What's happening? You're needed downstairs. Oh, understood. Um, cover me here, Marcus. I'm on my way down. Flight director going offline. Marcus, are, are you still there? I am. So you're reading the analysis of the journals. I am, and right now I'm looking at all the times he used the words indicating he was an angry, angry man. And may have passed himself off as sweet and kind when he was around you, but his word choices. They're a portrait of a man in a deep, burning rage. I don't, I don't know what else to call it. He hit it well because I would never have guessed. He talks a lot about hiding and about ways to get around things. Like how to avoid people or how to make it look like he's done one thing and he's really doing something else. It's hard to believe. He uses the phrase being watched a lot. He seems almost obsessed with that. He didn't like at all the surveillance on the ship. Uh, I think he worked on ways to get around it. Ways to... You know, for a medical guy, he was brilliant with computers. Could he... Could he have figured out how to keep the ship's life sign monitors from tracking him? I think that's very likely. If he did... Marcus, if he did that, he could still be alive. He could still be alive and somewhere on this ship. Mama? The staff are concerned about you. They can tell you need to go home. I am not leaving here. I have told your people I will bring my things and make a home here. I only need a few things. You can't live the rest of your life in a mission control storage room. Why not? What is left for me in our place? Your father is dead. One daughter sleeps for a hundred years and the other one is never home. What is left for me? I promise you, I will spend more time with you at home from now on. I swear it to you. You can't stay here. It isn't good for you. And what is good for me? Do you know? I know that keeping vigil over somebody in suspended animation is pointless and maudlin, and the longer you stay here, the worse it will get. How can you not understand the pain I feel? How? Stop it! Just stop it! Okay? Do you think you're the only one who's suffering? Just because we did the right thing for Sybil doesn't mean that this isn't killing me. Mama... Sybil's gonna live, but the odds that I will ever talk to her again, that 
I'm gonna get to tell her how sorry I am that we had to do this. The pain is just, it's eating me alive and you are making it worse. Oh. Liebchen, that's good. You cry out everything that hurts you. That's good. We will cry together, all right? We will cry together. I have to send you home, Mama. You will send me alone? I'll go with you. No, I won't go with you. I have to come straight back here. You understand? But I will not send you home alone. Mission Control to Konyechny. Konyechny, I. Are you at the computer terminal? Uh, main terminal in sickbay, yeah. Are you looking at the content analysis? Well, I sort of drifted over to watching the videos that Deepa had locked with everything else. She she was on to him, Marcus. She knew he was up to something, and she was having him watched around the clock. From looking through his transcripts, she had a good reason. He did record a procedure for tricking the ship's computer into thinking somebody was in a location when they were really somewhere else. And he admitted this? He described it as something that was theoretically possible, but he didn't say he had done it. (laughs) Well, Peter was always a vain, self-congratulatory so-and-so. What you found is him bragging about what he's done without saying what he was bragging about. So you think he did it? Ran some kind of program that could confuse the tracking system? I do, and as a result... I am calling up the life sign locator data for the day of the explosion, the hour before, and look at that. Marcus, I'm copying this to your screen. You see the little circles showing where each of us are? I see them. The whole crew. I see where you were, and he was. He was with you. Yeah. This shows Peter in sickbay with me right before the explosion. And he was not. Marcus, I was in sickbay alone. None of the other indicators are moving. That's unusual, right? For 20 people to all just be standing or floating right where they are? Nobody going from one place to another? It's next to impossible. And look, look at the habitat. Is that a life sign at the main portal? It is, and it has Peter's ID on it. He was in two places at once. Well, I know where he wasn't. He was not in sickbay where this thing is showing us he was. So, when the explosion happened? He was in the habitat, and probably still is. A million places to hide in there, and he would have figured out the best one. I'm going back in there to find him. You, you can't do that. I go in there all the time. I was just in there. I mean, going in there to find a man we know to be may be insane and definitely dangerous. I find him if I have to start a forest fire in there to do it. Doctor. You have to listen to The me. next time you talk to Sophia, tell her where I am and tell her I'm not coming out until I've gotten my hands on Peter Miblin. Dr. Mason, I strongly advise against this. <laughs> Dr. Mason, please respond. Relativity, episode 29, in which puzzle pieces fall into place, starred Alana Jordan and Lee Shackelford, who also wrote the script. Also heard in this episode were Clarence Brown as Marcus and Stephanie Lindsay as Marta Schumacher. Find out much more about the series, including ways you can subscribe, hear past episodes, like us on social media, and how you can get exclusive content, all on our website at relativitypodcast.com. Relativity.